Project Return of the Mask, as I like to call it. <laughs> What's that? Well, it's a song called Return of the Mac. Ah. Uh, See what I did there? I guess you had to know that, yeah. <laughs> I guess you had to know that going in. You're not familiar with Return of the Mac? Yeah, I'm not, no. Never heard of it. Oh, that's unfortunate. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're starting off on a positive note here. This is good. <laughs> I can't be doing worse than Jeremy Renner. Oh. Hawkeye? That's the top, that's the top <laughs> of my news. I tell you what. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, of all the fucking all the fucking people that I hate in the Marvel Universe. You don't he like... Took the... <laughs> hey, he took out... I mean, the one guy that I actually kind of like, they took him out. Hawkeye? Yeah. I, I hate his character, but I actually like the actor. Uh, you're a Jeremy Renner fan. Huge fan. Did you ever hear the stories about him? Uh, like um, the personal stories or... Yeah, like no. anybody that's ever hung out with him, they say like out of nowhere, he'll just bust out Hawkeye. You mean like uh, the character? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like one of the stories was they were at a football game and the opposing team was about to score a game-winning field goal. All right. And uh, I guess they, or they did, they, they kicked a game-winning field goal and like, everybody's like, ah, they looked over and... Here, Jeremy was just standing there, dead serious, like in Hawkeye mode, staring at, <laughs> staring at the field. And, and he turned to them and goes, "If only I had my bow." <laughs> <laughs> but dude, there's like a million stories like that of him where they're like, you know, they'll be in a situation and he'll like. He'll like pretend like he's going for his arrows, like going for the quiver. Right. You know? Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, I just, I don't have it. You know. So he's got a good sense of humor. Uh, about he seems who, like a great know. guy. Plus, he got hurt helping a neighbor. Yeah. So if anyone isn't familiar with this story, and is it the is it the hottest news like out there? I'm not sure because I've got some other juicy little tidbits today. Uh, I gotta tell you, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, there's only two things that happened in the last 48 hours. No. Oh, yeah. And one of them I do I refuse to mention because it's all anybody's talking about. And that is have you news. noticed I have radio silenced that on our show this entire yeah. week? Yeah, fuck that. We're not. Even if you mean, don't know what we're talking about, turn on any channel they're talking about. You could it listen right to now. every podcast out of the Daily Wire. They're all talking about it. I guarantee it. The most unimportant event that's ever <laughs> happened. Oh, that they uh, brought back the COVID ticker just to count how they, many times. They one story. speaker <laughs> before before Pelosi. Nobody even remembers. <laughs> I believe it's such it, a stupid position. Denny Denny Hastert, man. There's only one person everybody remembers, and that was Boner. <laughs> he wasn't Speaker of the House. No, Dennis Hastert. Wasn't it Hastert? And then he got busted for like child porn or something. Oh, yeah, or like yeah, yeah. he's in jail or he died in jail or something. Something happened. He was Either way, it doesn't matter. Highly disgraced. <laughs> but besides that, the only other news I ever heard of was Hawkeye. And this is big news, but I want to assure all the Marvel fans out there, and I am one, or I used to be one, or maybe I'm hoping to be again, but uh, folks, Hawkeye's going to be all right. Latest on Jeremy Renner, the Hawkeye star who was critically injured in a snowplow accident, shared his first message and picture from his hospital bed as he makes progress, thank goodness, in his recovery. Our chief national correspondent, Matt Gutman, has more. Good morning, Matt. They brought in the chief correspondent for this man there's nothing else going on in the news i told you 
<laughs> hey, good morning, Robin. And for the first time, we're learning how this happened. Authorities saying that Renner was trying to help family members get unstuck from the snow using his plow. At some point, he got out of that plow. It started rolling away. He tried to regain control of it. Wait a second. He didn't pull out his bow and arrow with the suction cup on it and shoot it at the plow to stop it? That's what I'm saying. If only he had it on him. That's what I'm saying. You know? I'm a little disappointed in Hawkeye here. Poor that guy, man. Never 14... leave it at home. <laughs> That's right. You would think he'd carry like a little sidearm uh, bow and arrow at him, you know, with him all the time. You know? <laughs> like one of those little uh, uh, crossbows yeah. that like flip out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't even know if this is real. I feel like it's very cartoonish and or from like Robin Hood. <laughs> it seems a little weird, yeah. He, uh. But I'm in my imagination, in my mind... There exists in the real world one of them handgun crossbow things, right? Oh, yeah, they have them. Oh, they do? Okay, sweet. Yeah. Why didn't he have one? What's, why isn't he packing some heat like that? He's Hawkeye. I don't know if they have the one that, like, folds out, but they have, uh, like, for sure pistol, uh, pistol grip crossbow. That's really cool. That is what I want to get into. I've decla- I've, this is it. This year, I'm getting into... What was it? Wrist strap? I don't know, I don't or... know if that's really what it's called. No. It's like, you're talking about like a pistol <laughs> yeah. crossbow. Yeah, pistol bow. Pistol bow. A piss bow. A piss bow. <laughs> <laughs> the old piss bow. <laughs> <laughs> so the better they play with your uh, piss bow. You know? <laughs> All right, let's finish this. Thousand pound snowcat ran over him. Now, you mentioned that image. Renner obviously in pain, banged up, but he is alert and able to talk. Oh, man. <laughs> Check out the journalistic chops on this guy. Chief. He's in pain? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Chief correspondent, folks. Chief correspondent. He's, he's in pain. Yeah, he got run over <laughs> by a snowplow. Yeah, man. <laughs> like a Captain Obvious over here, man. Uh, yeah, and I mean, again, chief correspondent, the guy's bringing his A game for this story, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, great. this is pretty crazy, but, uh, I don't know why, you know, I feel like this story got more action than it should have. Like, uh, every time I flipped something on, they were talking about Jeremy Renner. I think it's good. It's because nobody wants to talk about the, uh, 24-year-old kid who had... A heart attack in the middle of uh, Monday Night Football. <laughs> That's why. So we're all going to talk about the uh, Hawkeye getting run over by a snowplow. <laughs> the 24-year-old who was brain dead for 10 minutes, and now they're like, no, he came through, can't talk, can't show him. He asked how the game went. <laughs> That's won. right. Or did you hear that? Oh, I totally saw I was going to send it to you. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> man. <laughs> he, he was able to ask one question with a pen, and it was, did we win the game? <laughs> Is this a fucking Disney flick? And then all the little the giants uh, circled around his bed and uh, signed his, his jersey for him. <laughs> I love the little giants. It's a great he movie. told him, go win one for me, guys. <laughs> win one for the Kipper. <laughs> oh, dude, you got to put money on them now. Oh, the Bills? They were already oh. the favored team heading into the season. They, they have no, them no reason to not make it to the Super Bowl. The game is officially canceled, and uh, I may give everyone out there an update on my fantasy championship uh, situation. Dying, oh, I know. That's all you're thinking about. I'm sure people had many sleepless nights there. So uh, officially, because they are no longer going to play the game, the fantasy football season ended, and I was crowned champion. 
I won. Wow. Congratulations, man. Now That doesn't feel like a win, though, right? I called the guy I was competing against on Wednesday, and I asked him what he thought about what was going on, and we discussed it, and um, I, uh, I agreed to split the pot with him. Oh, that's nice. Absolutely. And uh, I felt like it was the most fair way to treat that's it. very fair. And the outcome could have gone either way, and we both had the two best teams, and quite frankly, it was the best matchup of the entire season. It was going right down to the wire. I couldn't think of a better way to, to finish it off. So uh, we're going to meet this weekend and uh, have a beer and celebrate. And, uh, and then you won't have any bad blood next season. No bad blood. And like I told yeah. you in the previous show, I didn't want to upset the fantasy gods. They were so good to me this year, so I, I need to appease them in some way. And so I uh, sacrificed myself, essentially. <laughs> nice. My, half my winnings. Uh, however, I did have the highest scoring team this year, so I did win an extra $100. So I ultimately won the most money, and I am crowned champion via the website. So, you know, great year. I'm very uh, happy uh, with, with my fantasy uh, winnings this year. I won both leagues, baseball and football. And I stuck to kind of my, uh, you know, my plan, and it worked out for both time, you know, both leagues. Nice, good job, man. I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. You know, and you know, I'm more, I'm more proud of you about the sportsmanship than I am the win. I got to tell you. Well, I learned it's... it from all the many years of being on losing teams, Mike. I think that's. Kinda... <laughs> 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 well, I appreciate, I appreciate, you know. You uh, respecting the sportsmanship, you know, it's it's fun. Good job. It's just fantasy games, guys. You know, it's just gambling, and it's it's dumb, and it's good times. No reason, like you said, to have bad blood with anyone over over five hundred bucks. You know that guy's thinking about it all season or all year till next year. Like, eh, nah. he told me he was watching my team for three weeks leading up to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> He was just so laser focused. Before we were even destined to definitely you know, play each other, he, he knew he was going to play me, and he said he was sweating my team the entire season. So, <laughs> Man. That's right. Well, that's respect. Absolutely, and to all the fantasy players out there, I want everyone to know, I had the least amount of waiver wire moves this year. I played it slow and patiently, and um, it was a good year. So, you know. Take your time with the game. Have some fun with it, right? Yeah, I was no, pro- good call. I was projected to be the le- uh, the worst team this year after the draft, and then I won. Wow. So wow. that goes to show you Yahoo algorithms. Oh man, are you Jonah Hill? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, Billy Bean. I'm the Moneyball guy. Are you Jonah Hill or Brad Pitt? <laughs> You're more of a Jonah Hill. I'm, I, guess, I look more like a Jonah Hill, definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, compared to me, you're closer to Brad Pitt, so I'll give you that. That's I'm right. More, yeah. It all depends on who you're standing next to, folks. That's <laughs> Stand next to the bald, ugly one. <laughs> That's so funny, man. You Jonah Hilled him. Yeah, good year. Um, it's unfortunate that that's how, how it ended, especially with this uh, poor kid who's in the hospital, and now they're trying to make it like a hero story of some sort. And <laughs> it, It's just, look, you guys literally forced the vaccine... <laughs> And here's the thing, like, you're not going to see Tom Brady, Brady drop or any of these other elite guys. You're only going to see these dudes uh, who had to try out to make the team. They had to follow all protocols to get on the team. So you're going to get more dudes like this safety 
dropping, then you are going to get the major stars. Dude, don't tell me that has nothing to do with this fucking speaker ballot thing. Speaker ballot? The house, speaker of the house. What do you mean? I think I think they just don't want to talk about the COVID vaccine killing people. Oh, that's, yeah, that's good call. I think right now, a 24-year-old just dropped dead on the football field. It's kind of top of mind. Top so, of mind. They're dying for anything to distract you and, know and certainly nobody is talking about whatever the fuck shenanigans are going on in the house nobody cares about that oh no that's why like right now you can see who's but like all the daily wire people dude now you know they're just part of the machine now they're mm-hmm. no longer like really independent they're right. just following orders they just obsessing over uh whatever this mccarthy situation is yeah they're not talking about vaccine killing this kid which is crazy. Well, I guess I get it because Ben Shapiro was big time pro-vax, but you know Michael Knowles, a lot of the other guys, kind of against it. It's weird that they wouldn't go in. It's so funny that the Republicans were really the only group anti-vax people, I guess you could say, could side with, but now the Republicans have essentially abandoned anything about COVID, which is strange because COVID restrictions and the vaccine is so anti-republican you know what i mean it's such an infringement of the government on your rights you would think the republican party would embrace and roll with it man yeah they should have yeah well people didn't care i don't know people still think it was uh, it's weird covid just it's weird what people think about it it's weird that nobody i I don't know well we're definitely in a weird place i had a guy uh call this morning said he was feeling ill but he's coming in anyways and you know i didn't say anything i just said thanks for coming and uh, he was rocking one of those gators, you know? Yeah. And so and my belief has been if you're a gator guy, you know, drop the charade. You don't need to play the game anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're either an NK95 <laughs> obsessor or oh, nothing. Dude, yeah. Or nothing. And give it up. Oh. oh, no. At this point, it's either two masks or you're... That's what I'm saying. Know. Don't bullshit me with the work. fucking gator, okay? If you're putting on the gator, yeah. take it off. Okay, you don't care about yeah. the mask, and neither do I. But he's rocking the gator, and then uh, he's rolling the route, and I called him to you know, kind of guide him on the day and tell him, you know, give me a call later. Let me know how you're feeling. We can pinch the day at that point and you know, send you home, right? Yeah. Uh, and he, <laughs> he's like, okay, cool. Uh, well, after this one stop, I'm going to swing by the CVS, give myself a rapid test. And I just didn't say anything. And I'm not saying like I didn't say anything. I'm saying literally I left silent air hang there for like a minute, <laughs> a full fucking minute. And the guy goes, uh, sound good? I said, all right, just finish the route. And then I hung up the phone. <laughs> Let my silence speak volumes to you, please. I am saying don't get the fucking rapid test. Ugh. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to all of us. Why, God, What? who put this thought in your mind to stop off at the CVS and get a rapid test? Oh, dude. We're, we're done with this. This nonsense is over. Yeah, take the test afterward. He never called me with the rapid test result. I assume he didn't take it. I think he heard my silence loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> and like the worst part is you're not allowed to say what you really want to say. That was my point. 
<laughs> my silence is going to be like a bleep sound over like an elongated swear word, which is essentially me saying, don't take the rapid test. COVID is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, yeah, you, you're not going to get the freebies like you were getting two years ago with this shit. Like, we'll send you home for the day, but you best show up tomorrow with that fucking gator. Dude, none of this. Remember 75% of your pay for two weeks? Stay yes. Home. Yes. We're going to flatten this curve. Absolutely. Man, uh, did you see Brett Weinstein? Brett Weinstein? Yeah, Dark Horse? Yeah, he's, yeah, he was on Joe Rogan. He was again. All right, man. Joe likes to yeah. cycle through the same dudes every uh, about once a year, right? Uh, CIA guys. <laughs> he's got a nice little rotation going, I think. Yeah. No, but it was crazy. He was there's one part where he's talking about why like uh th- like a lot of guys were a lot of like <clears throat> like real virologists, epidemiologists, they were all saying like don't vaccinate even before they even knew about the virus or the vaccine. Cuz and like why it's always bad to vaccinate in the middle of the pandemic. You have to do it before or after. And so? That's just pretty crazy. But he was just saying, like, uh, <laughs> and it's kind of, what he said made sense. It's kind of what you saw was, like, the problem is you have to do it before there's really, like, widespread pandemic, right? Because once it's out there, now you get the vaccine, you're very susceptible for a few weeks. And that's what happened. Everybody got the vaccine, and then they caught it three weeks later. And right. he was like, and you're, you're not fully vaccinated, so all you're doing is giving it a chance to not only infect you, but adapt to the vaccine. All right. That's a good time. So oh, yeah. That's why we had the variants, and that's why the variants are coming with every booster shot. And, yeah, it makes sense. We've called it a long time ago, or you called it at least. I don't want to take... No, you did too. Yeah. Take your action on that. Uh, it's I, mutual, man. Well, I have always believed that the virus was the vaccine. And uh, I think it's been proven over time. They also had the recent Wall Street Journal article that you could show your friends now and be like, see, look, they're even admitting it now. The vaccine's causing the variants. He did explain why it's like uh, it's not even a vaccine. It's a gene therapy because it is actually manipulating your DNA. All right. Nice. Like the the DNA of, of some of your cells. So is this how I'm guessing in like ten years we start getting guys like Bebop and Rocksteady from the Ninja Turtles? God, I hope so. Is that, is that what we're on? Is that the trajectory I'm seeing here? Bebop and Rocksteady. We're we're in the Bebop Rocksteady timeline. <clears throat> we're heading there. Yeah, five, five, ten years. I just hope we get the brain inside the like machine guy. That was the coolest dude. Uh, right? He was interdimensional. Yeah, Dimension that X. Was... Yes, that's right. Yeah, Dimension <laughs> X. Man, I'm sure we've already like entered Dimension X in some way. I can only assume that's what the CERN facility is for. I'm assuming he's the one that started the uh, simulation. Oh, yeah, the brain. We're all oh, we're all living within I his simulation. I believe his name was Crane, right? Crane the brain? I feel like it was Crane, yeah. <laughs> crane the brain, No dude. wonder we're so stupid. <laughs> we were raised on only the best stuff, man. Was that Pee Wee Herman? It's good stuff. Uh, they're like, oh, TikTok's making the kids stupid. Did you see what I watched in the 80s? <laughs> in the 90s? <laughs> Remember that show with the dinosaurs? Yeah, I believe it was called Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that was a great show, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was literally Roseanne, but dinosaurs. And then later on, you watched Roseanne. That's so funny with, that you say that. Yeah, because the dad dinosaur even dressed exactly like John Goodman. Oh, no, look, I saw it, like, I forgot how, that was a while ago, but I remember watching it as an adult, and I was like, dude, so you literally watched Roseanne as dinosaurs when you were a kid, and then, like, later on, your parent, your dad would come home from work and everything, and then he would, you know, as the family, you'd watch Roseanne. Roseanne, conceptually, is a great show, man. It really teaches people, you know, values for the low income and how you can still, you know, be a happy family, even though life is shitty. It's kind of the closest they ever came to, like, a real, like, middle-class, lower-middle-class family. Oh, yeah. You know? Blue-collar. Blue-collar. Or uh, flannel-collar, if you will. Flannel-collar. I like it. And those dinosaurs, God bless them. I don't know how they made it in the human world. (laughs) No, I think it takes place as if... Oh, it's prehistoric, It's as if it was what the dinosaur times were like, right? Like, they were the dinosaurs, but, you know... They They lived like humans. Yeah, like the Sinclair, he worked at the construction site, you know? It was almost kind of like the Flintstones, but they were dinosaurs. No, because it was more like a... You know, like you stumbled into a blue-collar dinosaur family. <laughs> you know, where Flintstones was more like cartoony. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of uh, connecting the two almost. But I wonder if they ever introduced cavemen into the dinosaurs. I didn't really, uh, I feel like it was more of a, what was it? It was a kid's show, right? Like a Saturday cartoon level show? Yeah. Or did they throw that on like primetime? See, I don't even remember. You know what I heard the craziest fact? Uh, squid are, or oct- octopus are older than dinosaurs. Really? Yeah. Oh, two crazy facts. Dinosaurs lived for so long that there were dinosaur fossils while there were still dinosaurs. Wow. And, and octopus have been alive longer than dinosaurs. They were here first, and they're still here. Yeah, which proves that they're aliens. Right? Like, they came here from another uh, planet, I assume. Yeah? Well, if you've been here for fucking 300 million years, <laughs> and I've been here for 100,000, it's your planet, buddy. I guess you're right, man. We're just visitors. We're all just visitors. Wow. On, a, on an octopus's world. Wow. It's kind yeah. of, kind of so frightening. Treat it nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we should cook them. Yeah, they're delicious, and uh, I love calamari. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, no, I meant, like, let's, you know, speed up this global warming here. Oh, you just want to boil up the oceans and... (laughs) Okay, yeah, I don't trust nothing that's 240 million years, dude. (laughs) When are you going to learn how to kill kill us, you know? You're right. They're like the Chinese of the ocean. This is kind of scary stuff. You never know when they're going to (laughs) attack. They've been around for too long, dude. (laughs) Just like the Chinese, did you got those eyes? I don't know how to read them. Oh, no. <laughs> you know? Best poker players out there, dude. No expression. Well, that's pretty crazy. I had no idea the octopi. Pusses? Are they pusses or pies? 
Octopi. It's definitely not pussies, I'll tell you that. They're not octopussies? It could be. Is it? Maybe. No, that's just a really fantastic James Bond character. Movie. It's a movie. <laughs> no, wait, character. Yeah, I think they... I forgot what they said. It's like, <laughs> it's like 240 million years or something they've been around. Yeah, that's just outrageous. Do you think they were ginormous back in the day? Because in prehistoric times, everything was like supersized. Yeah, I mean, they must have been, right? Because weren't chickens the size of humans back then? No, chickens were... Chickens are just the closest relative to the raptor. And raptors were like, I think, four feet, three feet. Ah, man. Uh, It's like a three-foot chicken with a tail. But you ever try to fuck with a chicken? Uh, they're uh, they're relentless and ruthless, and they're they're mean. Terrible. <laughs> we were uh, house sitting this place up in northern Colorado a few years back, and they had like seven dogs and a gigantic chicken coop with this mean old freaking rooster. And uh, Emma had to always go in there and feed them like all the stuff, and she would. <laughs> She would have to like run away from these fucking chickens and hens like running after her and <laughs> she like couldn't make it to like the feeding thing all the time. They're like they're such bastards, some of them, man. It's crazy. <laughs> no, they're all bastards. They literally they prey on the weak. That's all they do is they find the weak and prey on them. And they uh see weakness in us humans, so that's scary stuff. Imagine if they um ever team up with crows, we could all be screwed, man. Crows. You know what you'll have? A murder. Yeah. Dude, I can't believe we didn't bring up Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be his favorite bird. <laughs> it should be Ja Crow. Ja Crow. <laughs> murder. <laughs> I'm going to call my friends. It's going to be a murder. <laughs> <laughs> now it makes sense. He never murdered anybody. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you're right. How did we not bring up the Jaw Rule? He, he's Jaw been scrubbed Rule. from all our minds because of the uh, fire festival. Not a lot to talk about Jaw. Oh, I thought, dude, you know what? For, for real, I thought he, I confused him with R. Kelly. Sorry, Jaw. Oh, ja- <laughs> well, I was about to say, oh, because of the girls. Well, I'm but sure there's girls involved, you know? I mean, Jaw was the dude who was always teamed up with the chick in every song. Yeah, that's why I think he's kind of cool. He's probably cool, a guy. You think he raped some chicks? No, no, I'm not going to accuse him of that. I just love the uh, fact <laughs> that he was associated with the the fire uh, festival thing that went totally haywire. Yeah, he definitely fucked over a lot of people. Yeah, and I really enjoy that. That's a fun story, and I'm glad it happened. It was a great, entertaining Netflix series, and you know, I hope to re- relive it again someday. To be it's amazing how these rich people get it. Dude, like, you know Kevin O'Leary from uh, Shark Tank? Yeah. Dude, he's like, this is how rich and powerful he is. Did you hear about his connection to FTX? <laughs> no, I haven't. That's what I mean, dude. Nobody talks about it. Dude, there was this huge period where he was one of the biggest pushers of it. All right. And he made a shit ton of money off of it. Okay. And now, like, is you know, he getting you know sued that, or what? And then, what's up? Is he getting sued? No, dude, uh, none, of, none of these people are getting in trouble. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'm sure he will, but or he might be. But dude, the but the point is, is how is that? I mean, come on, guys. It's the same thing with like the Ghislaine Maxwell thing. Like, how are we not talking about anybody that was pushing the fucking FTX fake bullshit? 
Good call. Absolutely. You know? I guess it's funny. We catch the dude, right? But we never connect the dude to the people he was funneling whatever this stuff was, whether it's money or children. We never get to see who this shit is going to, but we catch the guy. We catch the Epstein. Yes. We catch the, the bank man freed. Remember uh, Bernie Madoff? Bernie the Madoff, po- yes. The Ponzi scheme, right? You know who they caught? They caught fucking Grandpa, Mama, and Susie who just so happened to sell it at the right time and make a few <laughs> thousand dollars, right? Those guys they caught, took them to court, got their money back, right? But the guys who walked away with tens of millions of dollars of people's money never found them. That's right. You know? Oh, uh, yeah. We're still looking. <laughs> it's a fucking joke, dude. Still looking. We'll never uh, see where the strings attach from Bankman Freed, and eventually he'll disappear and we'll forget he exists just like Ghislaine Maxwell. What is she up yeah. to? Who knows? Where is she imprisoned? Nobody cares. Nobody cares, dude. Nobody... What about the people that were fucking the kids? Who cares? <laughs> They're fucking other kids now. You guys, you guys caught one guy, and it's some fucking old British dude who already fucking said he didn't want the throne. All right. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Looks like our job is done here, boys. Let's pack it up and go home. <laughs> we'll hit the next case bright and early tomorrow. <laughs> I got the donuts tomorrow. Well done. Well done, everybody. <laughs> there's no way there's any other suspects involved in this international child sex ring. This was a club. It's a global <laughs> sex ring. They have a they have a fucking half inch binder. Like close it up. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> one one Manila envelope. Just fucking. <laughs> we got the guy and his chick. It's all over. It's over. They're the Bonnie and Clyde of child uh, sex rings. Oh, you talking about we didn't do anything? No, we went after him. We got Prince Charles. <laughs> or Andrew? I can never remember which one. I believe it was Andrew. Uh, Charles is the king now. And that just means he didn't get caught. That me- Yes, that's exactly How it. How many times did he fly there with Andrew's ID? You know? That just means Charles did his diddling at the Bohemian Grove like the other adults, and Andrew went with the kiddies like Bill Clinton and did his <laughs> diddling at uh, Saint, Little St. Saint John Island. It's the difference between old money and new money. That's exactly it, dude. <laughs> right. Royalty and those who play. <laughs> like true royalty they diddle the kitties in private come on man have some respect <laughs> it's, it's terrible it's so true though that's the worst part yeah it's it that's is the, the truth <laughs> poor kids getting raped you know yeah and uh nobody gets in trouble man that's just how it works but, uh, and you know, all those girls that came forward, like, you think they killed the rest of them, or you think a lot of them don't come forward, or, like... There's one I read in the news this week, actually, and she's, she claims she is preparing to release names, and she has already identified, man, I can't, I don't think I can remember exactly who it was, might have been and- the Prince Andrew fella, uh... I think I've heard her and maybe another one in, implicate like um. I know, there's a few weird people. Uh, who's the guy with the Dick Nixon tattoo in his back? <laughs> he was a, what? He was arrested. Uh, 
he worked for Trump for a long time. He's kind of a sleazy Ooh. guy. But uh, anyways, yeah, I just think there's a, there's been a few name drops, but nothing ever comes of it, and it's always hearsay. And then whenever these these victims claim that they're gonna say you know point fingers, they just never do. Yeah. Again, you're probably dealing with life or death here, right? I mean, they're, you, know they're probably... I, you know what I watched uh, yesterday? Never no. saw it before. You know, I love the classics. You do. Absolute power. Absolute power. Is that Clint Eastwood? You know it. God, you do impress me with your knowledge. (laughs) I shelved uh, movies for many years. It's like a 50 on Rotten Tomatoes. That is simply because of Clint Eastwood. That's how you know he never fucked kids. Yeah, well, he's he's a well-known conservative. And anyone like uh, anything starring a conservative like him or, uh, you know, James Woods or, you know, uh, anything like that. What Chris Pratt even recently is a more Pratt, modern yeah. version. They, oh, this shit gets destroyed on Ron Tomatoes by both sides, the critics and the, the fans, man. It's the, these liberal people that, you know, it's funny. The liberals, they always accuse the other side of flooding things like with hate reviews and downvoting stuff like, um, uh, what is it? Woman King, but really, you know what I mean. But that's not really happening. Like, I, I don't know. No, I get it. And the liberals are the ones who go and bash a movie or whatever because it has Clint Eastwood in it. Yeah, it was a great movie. Absolute power is uh, who's the chicken that one? I I can't remember. I'm mixing this one up in my mind a little bit with uh, Million Dollar Baby. Which was a, a fantastic Clint Eastwood flick, if I remember correctly. But I'm more interested in the more Dude, uh, the uh the chick is uh that chick from Ozarks. Oh, really? Yeah, she's super young in it and then Wow now she's older. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Huh, what's the absolute power about again? I can't even remember. Dude, it's a great concept, so Fucking Clint Eastwood is like this old jewel thief, right? He's kind of retired, but, you know, still in the game. He's been doing this role for 40 years, by the way. Oh, dude, for the yeah. last, since the 90s, <laughs> this is 90, he's been playing, this is 1997, he's dude, been playing years the, ago. the retired guy who's coming back into the game. Yeah, picture the mule, but uh, he steals from the president. <laughs> I was literally thinking of the mule. <laughs> yes, exact same role. <laughs> same character. <laughs> Same racist guy. He's he's either singing a song in the Wild West or he's like robbing and transporting. Uh, (laughs) No, dude, but he like breaks into this billionaire's house, right? Oh, yeah. And he goes into like the secret vault behind a mirror. Nice. And the president and the wife comes home with a guy who happens to be the president of the United States. Oh, Oh, yeah. Fucking Gene Hackman. Oh, they start fooling around. Gets a little yeah, rough. Gets right. a little out of hand. <laughs> yeah. S- Secret Service comes in, blasts her. Damn. Because they don't want. They think he's like in danger. Right. And then it becomes a giant cover up. But guess what? Clint Eastwood saw it all. Huh? Yeah. And he got the knife with the fingerprints and the blood. Wow. So. It's oh, great, right. great movies. And then he's got to prove his innocence. 
Of course. Yeah. And take down the president of the United States. Wow. Treasonous. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. You know who's in it is the, um, uh, the Allstate guy, the black guy. You're in good hands. Yeah, he plays President Palmer uh, famously in the 24 show. I've never seen 24, but uh, I, he, yeah, he plays a Secret Service <laughs> guy in this one. Yeah, I feel like he was kind of typecasted, you know, for for a long time. Always playing There's some a large sort of black man. Yeah, <laughs> always playing a government agent or president or yeah. senator. A large black man who looks good in a suit. That's he also has a very commanding, deep, powerful voice. Deep voice. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's authority. Well, Mike, uh, these are one of my favorite reviews of yours, um, much like um, The Bodyguard. Uh, 30 years later, watchable, unwatchable, sir? Very watchable. Must watch. <laughs> Very watchable. Must watch. <laughs> Must watch. Yeah. Absolute power. All right. Well, it was I'm... Clint Eastwood at the beginning of his 40-year prime. <laughs> <laughs> his second 40-year prime. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is forty year prime as a director and actor. <laughs> oh man! Well, uh, speaking of a forty year prime that we may be uh, needing to prime for because she'll be taken over here soon. Uh, Mike the Camel was in your hometown, baby. Uh, I know. Trust me, I know. Did they shut down every? Guys. Was it a huge party? Were everyone having a good time? Was Montel Williams there? <laughs> Give me the deets, man. Come on. I bet Kanye showed up for this one. You know, Kanye's missing. <laughs> I bet he showed up for the camel. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knew. Nobody knew, and Nobody knew. this is pretty ridiculous. We're going to deep dive because I just am shocked this was happening today. I saw more about her I... with Fetterman's family than I did for her in <laughs> Chicago. She was there for a big deal, man. Even Lori came out. And Vice President Kamala Harris made a stop here in Chicago today, bringing with her federal funding for a major project on the city's southeast side. Let's go to WGN political reporter Tamon Bradley. He's in the newsroom now with more. Tamon. Ben and Lourdes, good afternoon. The president, vice president, and secretary of transportation each made stops highlighting investments in bridges. Joe Biden went to Kentucky. Pete Buttigieg visited Connecticut. And Kamala Harris came here to Crawley's Yacht Yard in Chicago. Yeah. The yard. The yard. Today, on a wet, blustery, overcast afternoon along the Calumet River on Chicago's southeast side, yeah. Vice President Kamala Harris led a celebration. The largest investment in our roads and bridges in 70 years of America's history. Man, all right. Yeah, of course it is, because now you got to pay fucking three times as much due to your fucking inflation. <laughs> Partisan infrastructure right? law yes. to help rehabilitate four bridges crossing the Calumet. Under the $1 trillion bipartisan law, $40 billion has been designated to repair and rebuild America's bridges. For decades, there's been an underinvestment in our infrastructure, which caused Americans to feel the consequences in ways big and small. The president and vice president say the project She's will retarded, create good-paying jobs. Yeah, we are building an economy, as Big President answer. Biden often puts it, from the bottom up and the middle out. And I'll add from the outside in. 
It's great oh, to be here. Oh, With wow. millions that your little tidbit? So officials joined Harris to mark the occasion. Yeah, she's These bridges she and 2,000 more like them across the state of Illinois need help and need it now. Dick Durbin, man, looks rough. Yeah. Like, a lot of people around here do. Death rough. These bridges are busy. Yeah. Lifting hey, over 5,000 times a year and handling 40,000 vehicle crossings a day. They are important parts of Chicago's history and must be modernized to ensure that they can meet the demands of today. Who are you yelling at? The White House who, says who, officials who, who, will continue to take you? president. She's actually yelling right at you, Mike. Directly I mean, to you're you. Bu- <laughs> you're building a bridge. You're announcing the camels here to give you money to build a bridge. Who's yelling at? Like, who are you yelling at? Relax. Let's enjoy it. This lady doesn't look like she's enjoyed anything in about five to six years. Maybe seven. Biden's economic plan on the road and members of the Biden cabinet seem to really enjoy visiting Chicago. Live in the newsroom, Tamon Bradley, WGN News. Oh, she really enjoyed it, Mike. She got herself some deep dish. She got one of those hot dogs. Right? She knows how to deep throw a hot dog. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. So, uh, dude, I can't believe they came here to, t- to brag about, like, no, I don't know. Did you see how big the crowd was? Yeah, and this is why I brought this up, man. You're Mr. Southside. You are always down there. You know the most about it. What does this have to do with fixing the Southside, man? They need cops. They don't need bridges. They need cops. There you go. That's... What how bridge plus, <laughs> plus you know how they're saying like southeast side that's not even like southeast side I th- that's like south I'm trying to think where they're talking about I actually I can't I don't want to I'll be honest I had a hard time figuring it out myself I almost think this was total bullshit maybe they faked the whole thing and created this river and bridge and everything <laughs> Well no I think they're talking about like the southeast like of downtown area not like I mean well, it's not downtown but I mean Chicago's huge you know it, it's it's like the downtown area yeah. And then there's a huge area where, like, they forget about. Almost kind of like uh, where Soldier Field is. Isn't that well, kind of like I'm... Forgotten Zone, right? No. No, no, I'm talking about, like, way out there. Yeah. Like, once you get to, like, the Indiana border and everything. Oh, all right. So, either way, dude, Chicago needs cops. You need cops so that you can bring down the crime so that businesses can move back in. Yeah. You know, I, re- I read a crazy article about Allstate. Allstate, so it didn't make the news because they didn't leave Chicago, but they pretty much got rid of this giant headquarters. And I think they said they shrunk by 80%. Wow. To now, to now this, like, new small headquarters. It went from, like, a huge building to now they're just, like, one or two floors. And uh, where where did they move? Like outside of the city, or no, no, just across the street. That's why <laughs> that's why it didn't like it's not making the news because they're not considering it like they're leaving. But it's like, dude, a lot of these, co- dude, fucking Amazon's about to fire eighteen thousand people. Wow. Yeah, it's gonna about to be the biggest layoff ever. We're talking uh, corporate folk or warehouse uh, drones. Both. Both. Wow. All right. I think it's just gonna. I think we're about to hit that recession, you know. I feel like we've been hitting it in slow motion, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And 
look, in the last month or so, all these major tech companies, they have like dissolved a lot of their workforce. Look at Twitter. I think he got rid of 70%. <laughs> it was running better than ever. <laughs> That's right. I think Fuck they got all those mo- people. There's more bots now. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how many people you don't need when you're not working for the government. <laughs> you know? For all we know, he got rid of the real people, and it's just the FBI and CIA, right? That's all they got left. <laughs> the joke's on all of us. Yeah. They just fired the regular folk. <laughs> See what they did here? I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm still backing the idea. There's something up with Elon, and people put too much trust in this guy. I'm telling you, he's in control of too much stuff. Twitter. Is fantastic for his AI adventures in the future. You think so? It's an incredible database of people's literal <sighs> oh, like. For sure, going to be minds. on the Neuralink. Absolutely, yeah. I think that everyone everyone's making fun of Elon for you know, oh the stock of Twitter plummeted and he fired seventy percent. Oh, hardy har har. Yeah, well now this guy has full access for his Neuralink to everyone's fucking minds. And he's launching like three satellites a day, and nobody's questioning it. Well, we already established that with the uh, Starlink, he's just going to project intergalactic porn. Remember? (laughs) (laughs) I believe that's the ultimate plot. No, but once that hooks up to your Neuralink system, that's crazy. He wants to do the AI bots, right? Remember he unveiled those Tesla robots a while back? And they were kind of eerie. They were very human-like, except they had just the <clears throat> blank robot head thing going on. And uh, he probably needs a lot of the data collected from Twitter to give some personality to those bots, man. Hmm. Good call. It's definitely a good place for them to learn. I think that <clears throat> the acquisition of Twitter by Elon was in reality the Department of Defense gaining complete control and access to our minds to create a supreme AI. Hmm. And everyone just continues to feed into it. Especially Cat Turd. That guy Cat Turd can't get out of my fucking feed. What is with Cat Turd? I think he's the fucking (laughs) FBI, actually. Cat Turd? Shut up. It's unbelievable. (laughs) The guy must just tweet nonstop. Does he have any other job? What does this guy do? He's just fucking tweeting constantly. And everybody seems to love Cat Turd because everyone's always retweeting Cat Turd. You know what I found out the other day? I see nonstop Cat Turd and I said, you know what? I'm going to unfollow Cat Turd. I wasn't even following Cat Turd. (laughs) I couldn't unfollow him more. What's going on with this guy? I don't know if you know anything about Cat Turds. They don't go away, dude. No, and they stink. They stink. <laughs> they linger. A stench lingers. I mean, the guy's kind of funny sometimes, but I mean, you know, geez, it's a lot of tweeting. I, I don't know, man. I, I haven't been on Twitter in a long time. I don't uh, get onto the social medias too often. Not, not enough time to do so. That's what I'm saying. Right. How does a guy like Cat Turd, when I do go on there, it's just like, Every other thing is cat turd. This guy just can't get enough this of himself. Is, that's their job. That's literally their job. They just spend all day tweeting and, you know, 
Yeah, it, it you sounds. Pay, you get paid to do it. sound enjoyable but you also uh get paid to do things like uh you know baggage claim right and you could be the guy just out there uh you know throwing throwing some bags onto the cart but what would you rather do well Mike, somebody would pay me to tweet i would rather do the tweeting because being the baggage guy doesn't sound too good my man Tonight, we're learning more about an airline worker killed at Alabama's Montgomery Regional Airport. Authorities say a ground crew employee for Piedmont Airlines, a regional carrier for American Airlines, was sucked into the engine of a plane on New Year's Eve. They say the plane was parked at the gate. The NTSB is now investigating. Yikes. Yeah. All right, that plane had an excuse. (laughs) What about the other fucking (laughs) 5,000? Dude. <laughs> right? What? What a mess. This must have been insane. Uh, dude, could you imagine being on that plane? Oh, dude, I was... Th- <laughs> what? A- you know you're somebody was on that plane when they're loading the bags? Like, how did that happen? Or what if you were waiting in line to board the plane by the glass window? Great. This day can't possibly get any worse. <laughs> you see this fucking guy gets sucked up by a jet engine, dude. Yo, this is like a Quentin Tarantino movie, man. This is freaking <laughs> so fucked up. This is the most fucked up thing ever. I like how they tossed it on like for 16 seconds on nightly news. And by the way, a gentleman was sucked into the engine of a plane. And after this, we'll talk about Zelensky's sleeves. <laughs> Could you... Could you imagine you're the other guy loading the bags and you just feel some wet stuff? You're like, what the fuck? You're like, stir it. <laughs> you look over and there's just this body hanging out of a jet engine. <laughs> fucking chopped up. Dude, what happens? Does the body... So, do you remember in Raiders of the Lost Ark when yes. Indiana Jones is in the fist fight with the German guy? Giant German, dude. The, More of an Austrian. <laughs> yes, a massive Austrian. And, you know, the guy gets chopped up, right? But they don't show it. But I, in my mind, I always imagined he was, like, you know, like, um, incinerated by that blade. Well, to be honest with you, like, in that situation, they're probably both dead. Oh, in Indiana Jones? No, come on. Indiana Jones defi- <laughs> Didn't you see him jump out of the plane with the raft? Come on, dude. He could survive yeah. anything. But as soon as the thing hits the guy, like pieces are flying everywhere. Yeah. Like a pieces of the, what is it, the propeller? The oh, yeah. Propeller, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, so in a jet engine like this, though, right? The guy's body goes flying through it. It stops the engine, right? So the guy, does the body, it gets stuck in there, I'm assuming. Yeah. Or does it get chopped into a bunch of tiny little pieces? Is got, uh, you know, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, to be to be honest with you, I don't. I mean, I'm sure the whole body doesn't get chopped up into little pieces, but I bet you there's like indistinguishable parts. Oh yeah, you know, because the thing is gonna break up, but it's spinning so fast inside that tube. You know, absolutely. I'm thinking of like a meat grinder. 
And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, and it's the blade is spinning full speed, and you just throw that hunk of meat in there, and right? Like, you ever see, like, a geese get sucked into one of those, and all that comes out is, like, you know, uh, wings or feathers and blood. Like, that's all you see. So that's kind of where I was heading with it. Do you think with a human, right? Yeah, it's too you, big, though. That's just a lot get of the, meat. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of meat. It's an American package handler, dude. I'm guessing 250, 260. <laughs> I've seen these guys. You know? Probably not the leanest of meat. We're not talking 90-10 here. You know, <laughs> dude, this is American Union record, dude. We're talking. <laughs> it's two plus, guarantee. Right? It's a fucking Carhartt triple X, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So quite the mess. Probably one of the most uh, disturbing images any of the people in that airport will ever see in their entire life. Uh, very tragic for the young fella. No doubt about it. Uh, but nonetheless, what an outrageous story. Come on, man. We just started this year. We got a guy sucked through a plane already? Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. That's like. It's like so... There's so many safety <laughs> protocols. Like, think about how many flights a day. Like, you never hear about a guy getting sucked in. The guy got sucked. <laughs> hey, bro, I know a perfect place to smoke. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it takes the air and just blows it right away, man. Come on. <laughs> you know something happened, man. <laughs> he totally wanted to just grab a quick hit off the pipe, and uh, they kicked the engine on. Before he knew it, he was just sucked right through. I, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> You got me really thinking. I wonder what the body looks like after it goes through that. You know, I know it's gruesome, and it's just uh, kind of just immediately where my head went because one of the articles I read about it, like they were saying they they had to do all this emergency like taping up of the windows because the people <laughs> I'm not the people in line saw what happened. Like they were oh, waiting, sure, yeah, dude. they were waiting in line to board, and so oh, <laughs> all the kids watching the planes take off. Uh, you know, everyone's watching the plane. That's what you're standing uh, in line, or you're on your phone. You know, in the age of phone, maybe hopefully most people were looking at their device. But like in the immediate aftermath, <clears throat> with all the screams, everyone's looking. Oh, <laughs> you know? one scream, yeah. And so <laughs> a lot of people just got uh, scarred right there a little bit. Yeah. Pretty crazy. I kind of just wondered, like, you know, what does it look like? It must have been wild. I'm guessing closed casket. <laughs> <laughs> just say. <laughs> yeah. Good call, man. That's a good call. Because you know you got sucked in head first. Like, there's no way you're getting sucked in feet first, right? Oh, feet first would be so much worse because you'd be screaming like, I'm being sucked in, you know? <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's only worse if it doesn't stop at the thighs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck the shins and knees. But once you get any higher than that, I'd rather die. <laughs> You know, <laughs> the feet first. That's heinous, man. Oh, oh you're just like hanging out. <laughs> like, ah! 
can't feel my leg. <laughs> you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> That's what I picture it like, just flaps hanging. <laughs> I guess maybe, maybe feet first, you'd have a possible chance to like grab a hold, right, of the uh, the edge of that thing. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. Actually, I don't know. I just feel like my mind goes instantly super cartoonish with this kind of shit, and like I, I just see the guys. Okay, so he died, which means <laughs> like his arms definitely went first. So that means they did not stop it in time, <laughs> right? Like he definitely lost hands and arms first. If it's instantaneous, right? Uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The heaviest part goes first. It's your head, isn't it? We well, gotta think you're sucked in. Like, oh, your arms get <laughs> pulled up. Like, you know. Like, you know? <laughs> so it's like, I mean, to laugh, but oh my god! Then your arms, like your hands, would be first, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to do it right here. Like, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like big wind. Whoa! And it's like. So we yeah. both uh, imitated this a few times. So in the moment you get sucked up, do you do a whoa? Like, does oh, there's a whoa. I guarantee you. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, duck. Whoa. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> Whoa! His last words. Whoa! Terrible, dude. I feel bad for that guy. I'm sorry. It's a horrible tragedy. It's not every day you get sucked into a goddamn jet airplane, dude. This is the most unbelievable. What do you mean? Like, I, I think honestly, uh. I, I he, we heard it. It was that was the clip. Like that was it. Last it was sixteen seconds, and I feel like in the newsroom, they're running all the shit by Dave Mirror, and he's just like, "Wait, what was that again?" You say, "Guy sucked into engine." No, we got to do it. That's outrageous. Run it. <laughs> <laughs> we got to stick that sucker in there towards the oh, end, please. <laughs> You'll see on that. Let me tell you something right now. You know why your ratings suck. <laughs> I, I can believe Kevin McCarthy took 90 votes to get in, right? <laughs> yeah. I cannot believe this guy got sucked into a goddamn jet airplane. Let's fucking talk about that. Can we get some experts? Can we do a Jan 6 committee on how this guy got sucked into this plane? I want to watch 18 months of investigations on this. This is incredible. Where's Liz Cheney? The National, the National Jet Engine Safety Awareness Committee. I love it. Get Liz Cheney. I know she's got no job right now. We can... Have her help investigate this whole situation. She could do a bunch of TV spots. It'd be fantastic. Oh, it's great. It'd be great for your brand. Did you see Kissinger's on CNN now? Like, uh, old man? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, what the fuck's that? This guy, is he, uh, man, we almost made it there. Is he, uh... <laughs> Sorry, Henry, uh, Kissinger? No, the... no, that's the dad. That's the old man. It's the new, is he his son, this new Kissinger? It's gotta be, right? Some relation? No, I don't know. Is it? No. Mike, come on. Yeah. These are evil families that never oh, relinquish. Adam, Adam Kiss- Kinsinger. Yeah. Kinsinger. Oh, it's Kinsinger, actually. Yeah, it's a different name. Kinsinger. Okay, all right. Yeah, I freaked out there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
<laughs> Such a punchable face. He's Republican? No. Democrat? No. What is he? What's going on? Whatever I'll pay him. <laughs> is that what it is? Now he's on CNN as a political correspondent. Oh, he's a stooge. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. All Dude, right. for sure. Right next to uh, Anderson Cooper. Oh, Anderson, he's a lifer over there, man. Uh, dude, Kinzinger, what, what's Kinzinger up to? I haven't caught on to his antics recently. Well, he lost because he went against Trump in the Jan 6th committee. Dude, we're coming up. Uh, tomorrow's Jan 6th. I know. and uh, Happy Jan 6th. This is coming out on January 6th. So. Oh, yes. A happy uh, Jan 6th. That's Hopefully cool. we're still alive. I couldn't find anything. On anniversary talk, Mike, you were right and I was wrong uh, about the prediction. Not yet. Oh, not yet. You're right. No, but I, I, we should find the clip. I proclaimed there would be a, I believe, quote, orgiastic type ce- <laughs> celebration leading up to this. Although I am starting to think there's no memorial or anything because they would have announced like tomorrow. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Memorial. No candlelit vigil, uh, no vigil you know. Yeah. Uh, no concerts, no uh, Bono, nothing. You know, where's no, um, Bono is the deadliest insurrection since world since. But I don't remember what they say Pearl Harbor. It always changes, but it's usually yeah. somewhere between <laughs> World War II and Civil War. Civil War. <laughs> war of eighteen twelve. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they pick. They pick between those three. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, I'm pretty shocked, man. But well. Tis the end of tis the season. Not as shocked I am that we are at that hour. You know what I'm saying?